the blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. And today, we have a barbaric battle of brilliant Brian's. In one corner, we have a man that haunts my dreams and the voice of my daughter's favorite podcast, Brian the Brash Nash. Brian, remind the folks a little bit about you. I am Brian Nash, and contrary to popular belief, I am not J.K. Simmons or his evil twin. We do not have pictures proving that, so that is still debatable. (laughs) (laughs) You do pretty much have a goatee, and that is a staple for evil twin. I admit nothing. (laughs) In the other corner, we have a man who we can't seem to get rid of. And that's why we love him. It's Brian, the immature McClure. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Brian, remind the folks a little bit about you. Uh, Brian McClure, I'm uh, taking it on my life to make Adam Spees' life a living <laughs> hell. And I'm uh, uh, anybody, here to yeah, yeah. take on the mighty Nash and see what we can yes. do tonight. It's not about the pain for Adam today. It is all about bringing the pain to Brian Nash. Now, I'm, I just want to throw out, I was excited about this uh, this episode between the two of y'all because the way our patron tournament went, um, I we got a Scott versus Scott match, and I was excited about that, and we had the potential for a Brian versus Brian match, but neither of y'all made it out of your first round, and so <laughs> it couldn't happen. Because we both went into the finals tied, and we're still both <laughs> bitter about that scenario. Very bitter. Well, let's see how this one uh, comes out. All right, folks, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know our contestants just a little bit more than we already do. And I want you to tell me, what is your favorite 90s PC game? Um, I've got three that immediately came to mind. But I'm betting that most of you have not heard of Phantasmagoria, which was a, like, seven-disc horror. I remember that. It was fun. It was awesome. That was my first experience with anything like that, but I'm not going to go with that one. And much as I, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to pull the the big, I'm not, I'm not going to go with the big one either. I'm going to go with the standard 
comes with every computer. I got to go with the uh, with the classic pinball. All right. Oh, fascinating. And Mr. McClure? <laughs> My initial gut was telling me King's Quest because I played a lot of King's Quest. But I think overall, I think Seventh Guest was much better. Well, unfortunately for you, uh, Mr. McClure, I've never played either of those. But I did a rock out on some pinball when I was a teenager. And so, Mr. Nash, you're going to get to pick first in round one. All right. That makes me happy because I knew it was going to be whoever got this. It was going to be the race. <laughs> Who's going to get to the movies first? And I got you, boy. Always is. Let's do some movies. And your decade is the 80s. Amy Heckerling has directed such comedy classics as Clueless and Look Who's Talking. But she got her first big break directing what 1982 film starring Jennifer Jason Leigh, Judge Reinhold, and Phoebe Cates? <laughs> uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Fast Times at Ridgemont High is correct. I have such good memories of that movie. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> it's it's the Judge Reinhold scene, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, Judge Reinhold. Uh, that um, yes. yes. He's why I was watching it. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's exactly what that was. All right, Mr. McClure, what uh, category would you like? Um, let's go with TV. Okay. And your decade is the 60s. Okay. Fred Gwynn is best known as the beloved Herman Munster, but he got his first leading role on this sitcom about two New York City police officers based on the fictional 53rd Precinct uh, 53rd Precinct in the Bronx. Oh, a year. Either it's red herring, but I'm going to go with the clue that was given, and maybe of, is it Car 53, Where Are You? Car 53, Where Are You is not correct. Uh, Mr. Nash, no. can you steal? If, if it is, if, if that's it, 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 it almost seems unfair, but... The show was Car 54, Where Are You? Car 54, Where Are You? Uh, is oh. correct. I'm sorry I couldn't give you that one. No, that, that, that's, yep. Okay. All right, Mr. Nash with the steal, and you get to pick your category. I will jump over to, uh, let's go with literature. Okay. Literature and your decade is going to be the 50s. I refuse to start calling it that. <laughs> it's going to happen. And no, it is not. Stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> in 1952, author Mary Norton published what children's fantasy novel about a family of tiny people who live secretly in the walls and floors of an English house and steal from the big people in order to survive? Um... Well, it's probably either that one or that one. And you said little people, so it's probably not the littles. I'm going to guess the borrowers. The borrowers is correct. All right. Uh, Mr. Nash is on a roll. Mr. McClure, yeah, what can you do to respond? Um, Let's go with slang. Let's see if we can turn this around here where it gets out of control. And turn the beat around. Ooh, and your decade is the 2000s. This portmanteau slang was a combination of two redundant words, meaning rest or engage in enjoyable activity so as to become less tired or anxious. Chillax? Chillax 
is correct. There we go. Points. All right, Mr. Nash, what would you like? Um, let's go with toys and games. You know what I love here? These two before they got started were all trash talk, and, and now here they, they've gotten so serious <laughs> they, they just want to try so hard to beat the other person. All right, uh, we did to- toys and games, and we're staying in the two thousands. Origins. The first game in this series follows the story of a recent recruit to a legendary order of warriors known as the Grey Wardens. Um, is that Assassin's Creed? Assassin's Creed is incorrect. Mr. McClure, can you steal? Can you repeat that? Origins, the first game in this series follows the story of a recent recruit to a legendary order of warriors known as the Grey Wardens. Is it Skyrim? Skyrim is also incorrect. Well, I didn't think this about one... it long enough. I just realized I have this on the shelf. Oh. <laughs> well, would you like to enlighten us as to what it is? That's Dragon Age, isn't it? It is Dragon yeah. Age. Yeah, solid game. That one in uh, Inquisition. Uh, yeah, they're solid, solid series. All right, no points there. And Mr. McClure, I believe it is your turn to pick. Oh, let's see what we can do in music. Okay. And you're going to do it in the 70s. Who was a fine girl in the 1972 song by the band Looking Glass? Oh, it doesn't help because I was thinking of the wrong song as you were saying that. Um, <laughs> i got to rethink. Who was a fine girl? This song is not ringing a bell. This is not good. I'm going to guess Betty. I've got nothing. Betty is incorrect. Mr. Nash, you were bobbing your head. I imagine you might have this song in the old ticker up there. You were closer than you think you were, Brian. Really? All the sailors say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. That's it. I do know that song. Wow. (laughs) The problem was I was singing Rich Girl in my head. (laughs) <laughs> She's a rich it was girl. like that's not the song mm-hmm. no all right uh, mr nash with the steel this is and ugly you get to pick your category okay um i think i'm ready to try out some food okay and we are going way back to the 50s he's on a diet there's no way he's got this <laughs> <laughs> You might need to signal an SOS if you didn't like this common 50s dish that was made with thinly sliced meat, cream sauce, and bread. Um, well, I'm guessing that you're not wanting the SOS version, so I'm going to say chipped beef on toast. Chipped beef on toast is correct. <laughs> it's kind of an unfair question for two military guys. Uh, In fact, yeah. it is. <laughs> I actually like chipped beef. Yeah, it's not bad. I, do, I but like then again, it, but yeah, I, w- I wasn't a... forced to eat it regularly. All right, Mr. McClure, let's get you some more points. Yeah, what we need like? them. This is turned into a bad runaway. Um, that's how my memory serves well for news. Okay. And your decade is the 70s. In 1971, this amendment was ratified, lowering the voting, voting age from 21 to 18. I have to think here, but I have to be careful what I say because I don't mm-hmm. want to give anything away if I'm wrong in my count. Mm-hmm. Will it help if I sing for you? 
Brandy, you're a rich, fine girl. Something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's I exactly it. Um, I may be off my count. Oh, I feel like I'm tossing a coin here. Um, we'll go with the 24th Amendment. 24th is incorrect. Yes. Mr. Nash, can you steal? Not sure I can. I'm, um, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess 25th. 25th is also incorrect. The, you need to 25th. go one more. It's the 26th. Okay. All right. No points awarded there, Mr. Nash. What would you like? Um, I think. Okay. Do I want to take sports and stick you with fashion, or do I want to take fashion and stick you with sports? <laughs> Ryan, which would you rather have? Well, as long as we're talking parachute pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm actually very surprised that parachute pants have not come up in the fashion category yet. I'm a little disappointed. I actually owned a pair back in the back in high school. <laughs> so did I. I, I think actually school, multiple yes. times. <laughs> Pretty sure we've done it twice. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, you haven't memorized every episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown, Brian? Come on. Step it well, up not not word for word all right i will uh i will take sports and let brian have and fashion there you go and your decade for sports is the 2000s during game seven and the bottom of the ninth inning luis gonzalez hit a walk-off single to claim the 2001 world series for this team that was only four years old at that point 2001 Oh, I think I think I was actually paying attention that year. Was that the Florida Marlins? Florida Marlins is incorrect. Mr. McClure, can you steal? Because that was my guess. <laughs> um, oh, one, because I was underwater. Um, kind of like you are in this game. Yeah, yeah very much so. <laughs> um, Colorado. It's the Rockies. Colorado is also incorrect. Oh, that was my second guess. Ah, uh, well, there were two teams that came out around the same time. One of them was the Florida Marlins, and oh, the other one was the Rockies, wasn't it? Yeah, they came around. They came around like '97 or something like that. Well, also that came out that around that time was the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. For some reason, I was thinking they had won that earlier. I was thinking. Nope. Wow. It's your this problem, a- Brian. Always thinking. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's true. This is an ugly, ugly round. All right. Well, Mr. McClure gets fashion, Adam. What's his decade going to be? Decade is the 80s. Parachute pants. <laughs> Incorrect. We'll see. I haven't asked the question yet. This Californian shoe company had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as one of its first endorsers, who ended a long association with Adidas to sign with the upstart company toward the end of his career. Who's in California? Who did Kareem sign with in the 80s? I don't think they were California-based, but I'm running through my head. Uh, don't think they're California, though. We'll go with Reebok. Reebok is incorrect. Mr. Nash, can you steal? Probably not. I'm not a shoe guy. Uh, the old, Actually, what immediately popped into my head was California Shoe Company. Is it Vans? Vans is also incorrect. <laughs> okay. that, that was my, I was thinking Vans, but I was like, there's no way he signed. Yeah, it's I was, like, I can't really see them doing a basketball play. 
the, the Californian was the clue, but I was looking for L.A. gear. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. That is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? It is a bit of a runaway, but anything can happen, and we have seen comebacks happen before. Uh, currently, Mr. McClure has 10, but Mr. Nash is crushing him with 50. I was going to say, this is just ugly. ugly. Oh, this ain't over until it's over, pal. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a single alibi. It's U-G-L-Y, buddy. <laughs> All right, Mr. Nash got to pick first in round one, so Mr. McClure, you get to pick for Mr. Nash in round two. Um. Well, let's, let's just return the favor then and give Mr. Simmons fashion. <laughs> and the decade is the 60s. Along with ska and rock steady music, fashion conscious folks following this Jamaican subculture favored sharp suits, thin ties, and pork pie hats. Um, I'm sorry, could you do that one more time? Absolutely. Along with ska and rock steady music, fashion conscious folks following this Jamaican subculture favored sharp suits, thin ties, and pork pie hats. Rastafarianism? Rastafarianism is incorrect. Mr. McClure, can you steal? So I was bouncing between two. I mean, Rastafarianism was in my mind, but that, I, mean, I know, it comes from Ethiopia. I, you say Jamaican, I think reggae, but the. None of that outfit seems to even go with reggae, though. We're going to go with reggae because I've got nothing else. Reggae is incorrect. This is a this is kind of tough if you're not really familiar with that sort of era of music. Or Rihanna music. <laughs> uh, these were called Rude Boys. Call me Rude Boy, boy. Dun, 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 dun. Call me Rude Boy, Never heard boy, of that. I, I've heard that term, but it's it's not something I would have ever come up with. All right, Mr. Nash, what do you want to give to Mr. McClure? Mm, no, not giving him movies. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Oh, your turn. You enjoy some sports. <laughs> okay. Right. And the decade is the 80s. With Cold War tensions escalating, the U.S. decided to boycott the 1980 Summer Olympics, which were held in what city? Four years later, when the event was in Los Angeles, they returned the favor. You want to know what city they were in in 1980? Uh, that is correct, sir. You are correct, sir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know the country. Is it the obvious answer? I think it is. I think the 80, I mean, I know it was I think the games were in Moscow that year. Moscow is correct. Yay. All right. Good job, Brian. Get some more points. All right. And what do you want to give to Mr. Nash? Oh, let's give him literature. Okay. I like to read. <laughs> I like them French frappes. <laughs> <laughs> the decade is the 2000s. The first issue of this now online magazine was in 2001 and presented facts, puzzles, and trivia. Your cognitive dentist would approve. I'm sorry, could you do that one more time for me? Mm-hmm. The first issue of this now online magazine was in 2001 and presented facts, puzzles, and trivia. Your cognitive, your cognitive dentist would approve. Okay, the very first issue was in 2001, so it is not... What immediately popped in my head was, oh, it's... Oh, wait, 2001? No, no, that's not it at all. 
Um, because you're talking that's when the first ep- first issue came out, not when it first went to online, right? That is correct. Okay, so it is most definitely not highlights. Uh, <laughs> exactly what I was saying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I got the all. Oh. Oh, right. We're on the same page there. <laughs> Get off my brainwave, man. Oh, Dave's not man. here. Dave's not home. No, Brian's here. And Brian's brain is broken. I know it's not right, but I'll I'll throw out Games Magazine. Games Magazine is incorrect. Mr. McClure, can you steal? Cognitive dentist. I feel like that's the clue and I'm missing it. Oh, I need the points. It's um, uh, braces, braces. Just, I know it's not right, so. Well, I also know that that is not right. <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer I was looking for was mental floss. Ah. Ah. Okay. Yeah, the clue was there. Just, yep, I I skipped right over it. I should have latched onto that, but I didn't. I just somehow it just went right past me. I just realized I should have changed that clue to nine out of ten. Cognitive dentists <laughs> would agree. That's good. I like that. That would have been good. Oh well, Adam, where are we? Uh, it is uh, Brian picking for Brian. Uh, well, it's it's <laughs> yes. Nash Nash picking for McClure. Oh, why don't you enjoy some news and politics? Okay. Okay. And your decade is the 60s. The SNCC was founded in 1960 in the wake of student-led sit-ins at segregated, segregated lunch counters across the South and became the major channel of student participation in the civil rights movement. What does SNCC stand for? Here's where I feel trapped because I feel like if you get this wrong, I'm insulting somebody. Um, repeat that question again, please. The SNCC was founded in 1960 in the wake of student-led sit-ins at segregated lunch counters across the South and became the major channel of student participation in the civil rights movement. What does SNCC stand for? I, I don't have an answer, and I'm not, I'm not going to venture one because I feel like I'm just going to be, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to venture one. I've got nothing. All right, Mr. Nash, can you steal? I cannot because that's not a... That's not a term I've never heard of SNCC. I've, I mean, I've read up on some of the civil rights stuff, but I that rings no bells. I, I don't have a guess either. All right. Uh, I did give you one of the letters actually in the question. It is Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee. I, I, I had student in my head, but then from there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't come up with any of those words. All right. Now I believe Mr. McClure is picking for Mr. Nash. Yes. All right. Yes. This is where this is where it gets tricky. As opposed to before where it wasn't tricky. It wasn't tricky at all. I mean, it's well, just the categories that remain are um It's tricky. Tr- 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 oh, you beat me to it, man. It's tricky to rock around to rock around. It's right on top. It's tricky. Yeah, because because trying to think of anything that he's going to be weak on with the categories remaining is not good. Um, let's go with food. We'll give him food. See what happens. Okay. And we're staying in the 60s. Bring it on. This brand, first introduced in 1962 and produced by the Ferrera Candy Company, 
are a round citrus-flavored candy consisting of a sweet coating, soft, soft sour shell, and a hard candy core. I'm not a fan of sour candies, so this is not something that I'm used to. I'm sorry, could you give me that one more time? Mm-hmm. This brand, first introduced in 1962 and produced by the Ferrera Candy Company, are a round, citrus-flavored candy consisting of a sweet coating, soft sour shell, and a hard candy core. Um, is this Warheads? Warheads is incorrect. Mr. McClure, can you steal? And it's the brand. It's a colloquial term. Is a brand? Um... Did they have a brand called Jawbreaker? I do believe that would have been a brand name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, I didn't know if it, yeah, that's my answer, but I, I didn't know if it was a brand name or just the a generic term. No, I believe it's the brand name, but unfortunately, incorrect. It's one of my favorite candies to have uh, back in my days of uh, going to the skating rink. Yeah, they started off, I mean, a little bit tart, but then they got nice and sweet pretty quickly, I would say. They're, they're yeah. very enjoyable. Uh, these are lemon heads. Okay. Okay, well, um, I'll give you slang. And the decade is the 2000s. My No, no. No, it's in the 90s. My bad. Whoops. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's... (laughs) I'll take the 2000s question again, though. (laughs) (laughs) When you're too lazy to ask what's going on, you use the single syllable term, often accompanied with a head nod. Lazy to ask what's going on. Sup? Sup is correct. Yeah, what a pull. Sup with you. Yeah. You're the man on slang, because you got both of our <laughs> slang questions. <laughs> right. Wow. Just... All right. Uh, what do you want to give to Mr. Nash? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll give him some music. Okay. And the decade is the 60s. One pill makes you larger, and one pill makes you small. But this 1967 psychedelic classic by Jefferson Airplane will always make you feel 10 feet tall. Oh, Jefferson Airplane and the White Rabbit. White Rabbit is correct. Just listened to that yesterday. All right, Mr. Nash, what do you want to give to Mr. McClure? Looks like what we have left is movies, TV, toys and games. And that's That's it. it. And that's it. All right. Well. Toys and games it is. And we're going to the 80s. Can you and I be friends with this animatronic toy, released in 1985 by the Worlds of Wonder Toy Company, that came with a cassette tape to make him talk? I know one. Just making sure there's not any others. This is the 80s. Be Teddy Ruxpin? Teddy Ruxpin is correct. Can we be friends? (laughs) It's creepy. I, I think I've said this story before, though, but I got uh, John's daughter a Teddy Ruxpin. Maybe it was like four years ago or something. Mm-hmm. She was little. Yeah, for as a uh, Christmas present. But they didn't have – I think it actually came out with a newer version more recently. But um, I went online and bought an old one. But unfortunately, its cassette wasn't spinning fast enough, and so it talked very slow oh. and demonic. And John said she ended up putting it in her closet and just was scared of it. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine, so I'm surprised she even talks to you because of that. (laughs) 
I just always Joshua remember. Adam's mean. I always remember Robin Williams talking about that one. Hi, I'm Teddy Rex, but I want you to go kill mommy and daddy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Brian, you're picking for Brian. Okay. Um, I, well, we'll, we'll do this the correct way then and give Mr. Nash TV. Okay. And the decade is the 90s. Living single centered on the lives of six friends who shared personal and professional experiences while living in a Brooklyn brownstone and starred this multi-award winning actress and musician. Crap. Uh, is that her name? Um, Crap, I don't think so. No, no, no. This is this is probably during the part of the 90s where I was on active duty and I did not really watch any TV because <laughs> I don't think I, I I don't think I've ever even heard of this show. Um just give me the last part again. Actress and singer. Multi-award winning actress and musician. Actress and musician. Singer, I you could say singer as well. Of the nineties. Um it's a shot in the dark and it's a bit of a stretch, but I'm going to try Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet is incorrect. Mr. McClure, can you steal? It's a good guess because that's the only thing I can come up with. Huh. Um we're still on that same wavelength, unfortunately. I know the show or have heard of the show, but I, I never watched it. I, um, actress, musician, you said could call it a singer in the 90s. No, nothing. Blank. Uh, okay. Do y'all, how much do y'all know Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Because this actress slash musician slash singer uh, played um, Will's friend from Philly who came over and almost had a romantic thing with him at one point. Y'all know y'all know Fresh Prince all that well either. It's one literally one episode, but I just <laughs> I know my Fresh Prince, so that's on. Yeah, I don't know it that well. Oh, okay. I watched it, but I no. Yeah. All right, never mind. I was trying to help. Uh, the answer is Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Uh, she crossed my mind as a singer. I didn't know she was a musician. Well, I would call a singer a musician oh, well, since they okay. are singing music. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. When you have pipes like these, Brian, it's uh, it's a true <laughs> instrument. Yes, they are. Of death. You've, of you've death. heard Throwback Lounge, I believe. So, yeah, <laughs> we're good. One, one, once or twice. <laughs> All right. Uh, movies. Yep. Who's right. getting this one? Sorry. It is, it's going to McClure, and it is way back to the 50s. Okay. This is uh, always, 50s are always fun. When you put together the actors who played Cleopatra, Butch Cassidy, and Sam the Snowman, you get this 1958 film based on a Tennessee Williams play of the same name. So really it's a question of, do I, am I thinking, first of all, of the correct play, more importantly, oh, Streetcar Named Desire? Streetcar Named Desire is incorrect. The other one. Brian! (laughs) Brian! That was, sorry, that was obviously... Uh, Mr. Nash, can you steal? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to need the question again, please. When you put together the actors who played Cleopatra, Butch Cassidy, and Sam the Snowman, you get this 1958 film based on a Tennessee Williams play of the same name. Okay. Cleopatra, 
was Liz Taylor, I believe. And Butch Cassidy was Robert Redford. No, Redford was the Sundance kid. And Butch Cassidy was Paul Newman. And I don't know Sam the Snowman at all. Um, snowman. I'm pretty sure. Wait. What's his name? This may be completely off base and off topic, but was Jerry Reed's character in Smoking the Bandit? Was his was his call sign Snowman? Anybody, anybody you already want me to do I'm not allowed to tell <laughs> you. <laughs> the, the, the room, because I... I <laughs> I, I, I don't have an answer for this because the only Tennessee Williams play that I can name is Streetcar Named Desire. So I actually don't have an answer, but I'm just scratching my head trying to figure out who the heck Sam the Snowman was. So um, Tennessee Williams play, uh, The Postman Always Rings Twice. The Postman Always Rings Twice to let you know that that's incorrect. The Sam the Snowman... Let me do this as a hint. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. Okay. But yes, uh, the snowman was Jerry Reed. Yes. Okay. No. No. His, well, no. The snowman no, was... No, but, but in Brian's, what he was asking. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, okay. Jerry Reed did do the voice of... His nickname was the snowman in uh, Smoking the Bandit. Okay. Uh, but Sam the Snowman was played by Burl Ives. Ives, and I was looking for Cat on a Hot, on tin, a hot roof. tin Roof. That was my oh, other one. Oh, of that, course. That, I, it was one of those two, and this is why I don't play the other game that Brian Nash uh, dominates in pretty well, because <laughs> I, me keeping track of who's in what is never good. Mm-hmm. All right, that is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score going into the final round? Well, Mr. McClure was able to close the gaps just a little bit. It is his 40 to Brian Nash's 60. All right. And Mr. Nash, since you were in the lead, you were going to get to pick a category first for the final round. What would you like? Okay. Well, I think I'm going to go with music, actually. Ooh, interesting. And your decade is the 2000s. All right, and Mr. McClure, what category would you like? Oh, he went with music. Now, my gut always tells me to go with movies, but we'll we'll make this interesting. Let's go with slang for the final. Whoa. You did get both slang correct. So <laughs> and, and Brian Nash got both music correct. So this is cool. All right. Slang. We are going to the 60s. All right. So based on 2000s music and 60s slang, please lock in your bids. Okay. I'm locked in. Locked in. All right. Here is your first question in 2000s music. I can't get this singer out of my head, especially after listening to her 2001 album Fever and the London Sun officially declaring her bum a national treasure. For 60s slang. Not to be confused with our creepy crawly insect friends, this 60s slang was simply another name for a very popular German car model. And I can repeat any one you want. Did you want me to repeat the music there, Brian? Uh, yes, please. Okay. 
I can't get this singer out of my head, especially after listening to her 2001 album, Fever, and the London Sun officially declaring her bum a national treasure. You can do your spiel. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm supposed to say stuff while they're, while they're thinking about stuff. Uh, guys, make sure you uh, check out all the different shows on the BFOP network. Uh, we really want to throw out a call to People Don't Forget, which is a show our good buddy Scott Grimes does. Check out Action Action, uh, which they are going they are going through every single uh, action movie that they can get their hands on. Check out Cartwright that I do with my buddy Corey going through every single episode of Seinfeld. Then make sure you check out Talking Back, that our good can, other Canadian buddies, uh, Tim and Dean, do, doing all things nostalgia. And then also, if you don't mind, check out Blast from Our Past. Uh, you will hear definitely Mr. McClure on there multiple times. Uh, he loves to torture me, and it shows. That's all I want to say. Now, I've got my answers locked in. I'm locked in. I'm wrong, though, unfortunately. All right. Uh, Mr. McClure, since you were behind, why don't you give us your answers to the questions? Um, for the slang, I'm going with bug for the beetle. Um, and the UK singer, um, yeah, I've got nobody. So we're just gonna go with Sir Elton John on that one. <laughs> that's a, that's a good bum. That's a good <laughs> bum. All right, Mr. Nash. Okay. So I agree that the 60s slang is a VW bug. It's not a feature. Um, on the 2000s music, so British singer, uh, if it had been 80s, I'd have gone with Samantha Fox, but we're talking 2000s, which of all the decades in this list, that is musically, that's my, my weakest by far. And I threw out a guess of Victoria Beckham because I got nothing better. All right. Uh, Let's go to slang. So I realized that I actually miswrote the question. I was looking for a rhyming, a two-word rhyming phrase, and I didn't say that. So oh. I will accept bug. I was actually looking for slug, slug bug. bug and then realized that I messed up the question. So bug will be accepted. Uh, however, it doesn't matter because both of you got the music question wrong. Uh, the person I was looking for is Kylie Minogue. Yeah, who's Australian? Who's yes. Australian? Yeah, the hell. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's strange. All right. I don't know if that would have helped, but I would never have thought of but, her. But yeah. the, the second John said, can't get her out of my head, I knew exactly who you were talking about. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that to me, that was the real hint. Yeah. It, yes. Yeah, I only know her from the locomotion. La, so. La, 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 na, 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 na. Can't right. get you out of my head, boy. You're all that I can't think about, and it's brandy is what you call a rich girl, and it's something <laughs> silver and gold. Uh, uh, now, all right, I'm done. That's I'm, the I'm sorry. Chart, chart topper. <laughs> yeah, chart topper. <laughs> so much so it put these audiences. Silent. I'm not sure I can put that in the feed or else we might get sued by like eight different companies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's find out uh, what the damage is. Uh, Mr. McClure, how much did you bid? Um, Looking at the math and bouncing around, I end up only betting a total of one. All right, and Mr. Nash? Well, um, had the decades gone a little differently, I would have wagered different. But when 2000s music came up, I was not very confident. 
And they say that winners and Brian Nash's bet zero. So uh, I bet zero. All right, Adam. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> Let's see if it paid off for him. What was the final score? Well, with a final score of 62-39, it did pay off for Brian Nash, who is today's winner. Woo! All right. Good job, awesome. sir. And that's what that's I a game. rough game. That's what I should have <laughs> bet last time I was on and lost in the first round of the tournament. <laughs> <sighs> Well, it wouldn't matter because the first round I should have bet everything to end up with a tie, and it wouldn't matter. I was hoping that if we both got it wrong and you bet to cover, we still would have ended up in a tie if we missed it. Okay. I, yeah, the the music. I yeah, I was scared of the music. Two thousand. I mean, two thousand two thousand five is a black hole for me. <laughs> it was underwater. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, Mr. McClure, we'll let you have first word. Uh, it's an outstanding game, Mr. Nash. Uh, well worth the fight. It was, uh, brutal, but in a different way than what I was thinking it was going to be. Um, good game, sir. Good game. All right, Mr. Nash, any, uh, parting words? Right back at you, bud. Um, you, you almost caught me because in that second round, I only, I, we reversed it. I only got one in the second round and you cleaned house in round two where first round, it was the other way around. So I just, that could have gone either way. Um, great game. Uh, great hosts. Thanks for inviting us <laughs> on here, guys. This was fun. Yep. All right. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. All right. That is Adam, and I'm John, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head to head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la.